From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to another episode of Thai Cats Today for this Thursday, August the 10th, 2023, right here on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Later on in the show, I will be speaking with the Thai Cats Audio Network's very own Luke Tasker to break down the Ticats loss to the Owls, a local talent getting the start tonight, and much, much more. The Ticats continued their bye week and will be back at practice on Sunday as they prepare to take on the Edmonton Elks next Thursday. No need to worry, though, if you're still looking for your CFL fix. There are tons of games on the docket this week, and tonight it will be kicked off with the Elks taking on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and the Elks will once again try to stop the home winless streak which has now reached a staggering 21 games. There's something to watch in this game, though, for the Elks, because Canadian QB Trey Ford will make the start tonight. The Niagara Falls native comes in in a very tough situation here. There's no denying that, but this kid has excelled through the U Sports system, picking up awards. He was the Heck Crichton Trophy winner in 2021 as U Sport football's most outstanding player and he won the Lois and Doug Mitchell Award as U Sports Top Male Athlete among all sports. Ford was the 8th overall pick in the 2022 CFL Draft, which is extremely high for a Canadian quarterback. Typically, you're seeing those linemen getting taken in that first round, and it's a guy whose career I've watched closely living in the Niagara area, and it's going to be exciting to see what he can do here. He got some time last season, and he started off this season as the third-string QB, but like other teams around the league, the third-string QBs are starting for a lot of teams in the CFL. That game goes down tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern time, but I think it's time now I throw to my guest, Luke Tasker. All right, so joining me now is the Ticats Audio Network's very own Luke Tasker. Luke, I have to start by saying you and RJ just do such an excellent job on the call for games and with your show, Ticats, this week. I always love listening to you two. It seems like the chemistry is just always there for a job that is not easy. Is, is the chemistry just there for you guys? Does, does it kind of just come naturally for the two of you? You know, I did. I honestly liked RJ from the first minute that I met him, uh, you know, for a couple years ago at the start of the Ticats audio network. And he's just, he's just awesome, man. What a professional he, he takes it. He just, his approach to, to his job was a great thing for me to see, especially, uh, you know, coming from n- not much experience. You know, I, I have learned uh, an unbelievable amount from how he prepares and how he approaches, uh, uh, the duty of, of, you know, giving color to a football game, uh, through the airwaves. Um, the, uh, and it's just fun too, man. We, we enjoy it together in the booth, booth, Jeff, Jeff Girardat, uh, stats. It's the, it's the three of us right next to each other. Jake Varco producing this year has done great. And Mike Steyer, uh, the tech, our technician is, uh, uh, a savvy guy back there on the soundboard. And, uh, honestly, uh, RJ's, uh, RJ just, uh, makes it fun for me. No, honestly, it's. I think you two should get an award for that rain delay. I, I, <laughs> I, it was it was incredible, and, and and you two do such an awesome job, and and I love your show. It always gives me so much informative information. Now, you were there on the call for that game against the Owls, and I thought the Tie Cats were looking like that was a game they could probably win until that fourth quarter. What did you see in that one, and especially in that fourth quarter there for the Tie Cats? Yeah. Um, well, one first down in the second half, right? I mean, things just, things just weren't, uh, weren't happening offensively. Um, and it's tough 
you know, uh, Taylor Powell, there's some things that I'm, that I'm really liking him do. He's, but it's a hard game to pick up, uh, with, with very little experience. Um, and you know, especially in that second half, they really were, were unable to, to move the ball down the field. Um, throws beyond 10 yards, just really limited. And, uh, you know, it makes it, uh, makes it hard. The defense I thought really was playing a great game. Uh, but they had to, they had to be on the field for, for just way too long, uh, to make it happen. So, uh, yeah, some things to correct as the, uh, bye week uh, progresses here. Now, in your experience playing, coming off a loss in the bye week, what are you focusing on? Is it kind of changed the way you approach that bye week? You know, I don't know if the loss changes it. It just makes it a little bit less, uh, less of a happy or weak, I guess, for for lack of a better word. It's kind of you got to sit on that for for a while uh, on that loss. Uh, but man, uh, honestly, bye weeks—they are literally for players. They are about physical health and rest. Uh, and getting away and getting away from it. Um, honestly, win or loss, winning record, losing record. Uh, there's not that much, um, you know, really grinding detailed work going on. This is a time to get away from that, to sort of, uh, certainly, certainly, uh, heal your physical wounds, but also just come back with a great attitude, uh, for the, for the following week. Now they have this upcoming matchup with the Elks, a team that hasn't been doing so hot lately. Do you like the Ticats coming back from the bye week and playing a team like them? Obviously, you don't want to take anyone for granted, but but do you like the matchup here coming up with the Elks? Yeah, uh, you got to get your wins uh, when you when you can. Uh, and the Elks are, of course, struggling uh, mightily uh, this season. But if you're an Edmonton Elk right now, uh, you're saying, "Hey, the Ticats are struggling, and uh, this is a chance for us to get our to get a, a win here." Um, but definitely the Ticats' best game of their season was out in Edmonton. Uh, it'd be an opportunity to right the ship. Now, an interesting game tonight for the Elks. Niagara Falls native Trey Ford will be making a start against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Ticats will be looking closely at Trey's performance. What do you think about him going in, a local, somewhat local guy going in here and playing quarterback for the Elks? And what do you like about his chances against the Blue Bombers at ending that 21-home losing streak? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the blue bombers are a very, very good football team and that'll be a tough matchup no matter who is at quarterback uh, for the Elks, but exciting, exciting for the CFL. I mean, to have a, a, a young Canadian guy who's um, getting this start. Um, we've been talking about his name, you know, as throughout this last season. And uh, I don't know, I'm excited to see how he performs uh, in my mind. Would I be cautious? You know, what I'm, I'm sort of approaching with a little bit of caution here is, Man, it's just so easy for a young quarterback who wants to go in, who wants to change things for his losing team, playing a good opponent, to make some throws, um, uh, some errant throws, you know, to to try to uh, force some things that maybe aren't there. And so, uh, you know, I hope he can settle in and I hope we see some good production from him. Do you think it's important for the CFL to have a young Canadian quarterback going in and, and starting in a game here at QB? Yeah, you know, it's important that there's great Canadian players, but we've never been short on that, right? I mean, you see Canadians around the league making great plays. Quarterbacks, I think, are sort of beloved, you know, no matter no matter American or, or Canadian. Uh, it's it's a special moment, but important for the league. I think I think that the league is healthy and fine with with uh, with you know uh, a, a, a slew of of great quarterbacks, regardless of nationality. But the 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 Canadian 
nature, the Canadian roots of the of the game are held strong. I think with a lot of the uh, Canadian skill players and the long term long time vets that we see around the league, and that that is cer- that is certainly important. That's a great part of the CFL. Now I want to get to some some news, obviously that happened this week. Some some difficult news and something you never want to see. Coach Tommy Condell and the team mutually agreed to part ways. A guy that you had as a coach during your time in Hamil- Hamilton. What can you say about your time with Coach Tommy Condell? Yeah, I I was with him in uh, for most of my years in Hamilton, uh, and I knew him before that. He was my coach for my last three seasons uh, in school at Cornell. Um, unbelievable guy. I can't say enough about him for what he uh, was to me as a mentor and a teacher of playing wide receiver and of uh, and of uh, the CFL offense. Um, I, uh, I I just owe a lot to him. Wonderful family uh, and, a, and a friend of mine and. Uh, just a great guy, uh, and uh, whatever's next for him in his football life, I'm excited to see. Uh, uh, but you know, it's a uh, when things are not. It's a multifaceted sport. I mean, it's just it's just the epitome of a team sport, and it takes an entire organization. And uh, when things are not going right, change is inevitable. And so, you know, it was uh, uh, obviously with the offense struggling, um, you know, and to- Tommy and the team separating ways. Uh, that sort of. Uh, you know, uh, uh, an obvious uh, answer. And, and I hope that change does come. You know, I hope the Ticats can find some rhythm on offense, but certainly Tommy uh, is an excellent coach, excellent man. And uh, it was a, I, I, I had, it's a pleasure for me to have uh, been uh, in offenses run by Tommy and in meeting rooms. And uh, yeah, just really, really happy that he's been a part of my football story. Well, it's, it's a guy I know teams around the league are going to be looking at in the future. So so I'm, I'm also wishing him all the best. Now Scott Milanovic steps in. Just what do you think about him coming in here and, and taking over on play calling? Yeah, uh, well, a name that, that CFL uh, fans know well. Um, I'm excited to see the changes that are made. It, the, the interesting part is that it does take time, right? Uh, normally in cases like this, there'll be some terminology uh, and some sort of uh, – uh, generic terms, you know, formation calls and, uh, and motions and route does route plays that are going to carry over that, you know, Milanovic will, will incorporate into, into uh, his offense, but in, in, in there, it's going to change. Right. And it's going to change, uh, uh, strategy and it's going to change in design a little bit. And so that'll take time to implement. And you've also got a young quarterback, uh, who was scrambling to learn an offense, uh, and now, uh, along with the rest of his, his crew, they'll all have to kind of, um, you know, cram before the test, uh, to study and to, and to get on the same page. It is doable though. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, I'll be excited to see, and I hope for some, uh, some, uh, obvious or notable successes right, uh, right away. Yeah, no, definitely a move that wasn't hoping they weren't hoping for at the beginning of the season, but, but it comes at a, a time where possibly I think a change is good. Now, one last question here, Ticats fans don't have their Ticats to watch this week. We have a couple matchups around the league. We got the Argos, Red Blacks, Stamps, Lions, Rough Riders, and Owls. Which game in particular, if you had to choose, are you keeping an eye on this week? Well, the Alouettes are very interesting to me. Um, uh, having having uh, gone out west and won, beating the Ticats, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how they handle this western opponent again. But the game to me uh, is uh, uh, Toronto-Ottawa. Um, and to how, and to see how the East continues to take shape, uh, obviously, you know, coming off of that Ottawa loss, um, can, can Ottawa start to build some momentum and, and, and 
how are they going to do against this Toronto team, which is uh, a very, very strong football team? I, I think Toronto is one of the strongest uh, teams that, that we've seen in a while. Um, and, and see what happens at their quarterback position uh, and, and the health of Chad Kelly, obviously having got an ankle, gone down with an ankle injury and how that progresses through the season. But very good program, and, and it would be a, a, an amazing thing to see the Red Blacks uh, uh, take a, uh, make a dent in that Argonaut uh, team. I agree. I would love to see that as well. I think a lot of Ticats fans are also thinking the same way. Luke, great having you on the show. Like I said before, you and RJ doing an awesome job as always. And I'm looking forward to seeing you back at Tim Hortons Field uh, next week sometime. So thanks again, Luke Casper.